Welcome back to Green World with Joe Staples. I know it's been a while since I've released an episode. We're moving in a little bit of a different direction with the show. I'm going to adopt more of a loose format for our topics and subject matter. And so for now, uh, we hope you don't mind, but we are going to uh, abandon the four-part Marine series. And we're just going to have it uh, as more of a loose conversational style here on the show where we will still talk about all things related to the environment. Uh, where do I begin? <clears throat> Maybe it's best for me to uh, start with some of my recent experience. So uh, I uh, recently went to go uh, test drive a Tesla Model 3. I had a good time. It was a decent drive. As a environmentalist and a sustainability major at school, I think that uh, you know, people driving EVs like Teslas is not necessarily going to solve all the world's environmental problems, although reduction in carbon emissions over time uh, could be is a good thing for uh, the the biosphere we're living in. Um, but I what did what I didn't realize is that with certain models of Teslas, it may actually be the most economic option. Now, if you're a wealthy individual, you may not care about that. Or if you buy the higher end models like the uh, sport versions of the Tesla, you know, the economic benefits pretty much go out the window when you're buying the $100,000 model. And you could kind of say that for any EV. But for the Model 3, the one that I test drove, um, it's actually uh, arguably more economical. It's about $40,000. Right now, there's a $7,500 federal tax cut bringing the sticker price under thirty-five grand. And with gas prices over $6 a gallon in California and, uh, you know, five plus in some other places, uh, gas is expensive wherever you live. Charging the uh, Tesla is, and with the uh, length expected life expectancy of the vehicle, it may actually be the most economic route to go. Um, so that was uh, pretty interesting uh, for, for me to learn and, and start to understand. And, uh, who knows, uh, I'll probably be buying one in the next year or so as I, uh, prepare to graduate. Um, I'm, uh, for those of you that don't know, I don't know if I've mentioned it on the show, but I'm a senior at San Diego state university where I will be earning my bachelor's degree in sustainability in this upcoming May. Um, so that's a little bit of background on me and the Tesla. In other news, uh, the world's largest dam demolition has begun. I recently learned more about this project. I thought it was actually the largest dam removal project in the country. Uh, turns out it's the largest dam removal project in the world. And so what it is, is it's uh, the removal of four dams, hydroelectric dams, in the, on the Klamath River. Now, for those of you that don't know, the Klamath River is a uh, river that starts at Klamath Lakes up in south central Oregon and flows through Oregon and parts of northern California until it uh, releases in a delta area on the Pacific. Um, so this, these hydroelectric dams have, um, have had their pros and cons over time, but I think from an environmental perspective, this is a big win. Uh, I personally am pretty much anti-dams. Uh, I know that some of the locals and uh, tribal communities have been advocating for over 20 years for this dam removal. Uh, I believe it was uh, Governor Gavin Newsom that said 
so essentially it was private infrastructure, uh, these dams that they're decommissioning or removing. And we're using public money to do so. Uh, and not a, not a, a small uh, sum either. I think it's around a billion dollars it's costing to remove the four dams. And uh, Gavin Newsom uh, justified this by stating that essentially that the uh, taxpayer money from the uh, people of Oregon and California was a small price to pay to right some of the environmental wrongs that we've done in the past. Um, and so it's been cool. I've learned about how some of the biologists in the area are not exactly sure how it will affect wildlife, but they uh, do believe it will positively affect wildlife in the area as an as uh, overall, which you know stands to make sense to go from a dam river to a naturally free flowing river once again. Uh, I know one major example of this is salmon populations in the area. Uh, salmon populations have been experiencing steep declines globally for the last number of decades and have been particularly uh, hard hit in the United States and regions such as the Pacific Northwest, uh, in part due to climate change, but also due to dams like the hydroelectric dams on the Klamath River. Uh, now, biologists in the area and uh, other scientists are not exactly sure what will happen to the salmon populations as the dams come out. But uh, it's pretty safe to say that the salmon populations will experience at least some degree of recovery in these areas as the river becomes free-flowing again, which, if you ask me, is very encouraging news. Overall, it's clear that uh, this dam removal project can do wonders for biodiversity in the, in the region and will uh, also have uh, beneficial effects on the local economy. Uh, through uh, enhanced uh, ecotourism, as well as fishing and other things of that nature. And I think overall, this is a big win from an environmental perspective. And uh, speaking of biodiversity loss, this reminds me of an article I recently saw in the Smithsonian, headlined, Protecting Land Slows Biodiversity Loss Among Vertebrates by Five Times, Effective Government Key to Ensuring Protected Areas Safeguard Biodiversity. Now, this makes me think of the concept that the more I learn, the more that I come to understand that conservation works. Um, when you think about uh, when it's done effectively with considerations for the non-human world or nature, as well as human societies, it can uh, do wonders to mitigate some of the worst problems caused by humans and, uh, you know, can have potentially beneficial aspects on society as well. I think it'd be interesting for us to think about how could we expand conservation programs or integrate uh, the built environment or human societies with conservation efforts to have humans residing in a better harmony with nature. Conservation does work. And when you think about the John Mears and the Teddy Roosevelt's, uh, the long history of conservation in the United States, the National Parks Foundation and other such projects, we can see that uh, these conservation products mitigate uh, some of the worst effects of humanity on the environment. So if you're interested in uh, learning more about conservation, biodiversity, dams, the Klamath River, or even Teslas, feel free to reach out. Hit, uh, we'll, we'll post a poll and uh, leave opportunities for review as usual. Be sure to follow and subscribe, and we'll look forward to seeing you soon. Take care.